let me tell you where I'm from. Hello from Inglewood, and welcome to the Greatest Show on Grass podcast. I'm your host and ringmaster, Joshua Newman, and I'm joined by Tanisha Singleton. The Greatest Show on Grass explores the past, present, and future of the recently reconstituted Los Angeles Rams. Today, we're recording at a table at Miss B's M&M Soul Food on 801 East Manchester Boulevard in Inglewood, California. The Rams, of course, are building a state-of-the-art stadium in Inglewood, which should be ready at some point in 2019, and it'll be a short walk away from where we're sitting. But how are residents and local business owners here in Inglewood preparing? Well, last week, Miss B did perhaps the most neighborly thing short of ringing a doorbell with a fresh pie. She hung a sign welcoming the Rams to the neighborhood that said... Welcome, Rams. Come try our yams. Love, Miss B. And so we'll be talking football and food today. And we're joined by Zach Brooks of Food is the New Rock podcast. On Food is the New Rock, Zach talks food and music with musicians and food people who like music and food. So, guys, um, food is obviously very important to a community's identity. Um, I'm not sure about a football team, but I will say long before any of the Rams posted any images of them in front of a Hollywood sign, in front of the the beach, or um, before TMZ got a hold of any of them, Todd Gurley posted an image of himself standing in front of Roscoe's in Long Beach. So clearly, food has something to do with the way this team identifies. Absolutely. And I think that has to do with, you know, where a lot of these guys come from, you know, like food is it, it, it lets you get that sense of, of home back as soon as you taste something, as soon as you smell those, you know, those candied yams, as soon as you smell that fried chicken, as soon as you smell something like that, you're instantly like transported back to wherever you're from. Food has that that sense. It's so it's very personal too. like there's, you know, if you ever go to like a, somebody's house and like their grandmother's cooking for you, if you get up and if you refuse food they would get offended personally it's like no keep eating keep eating they like shove that into you so i would think even for a professional athlete who obviously during the season wouldn't be able to indulge like we all just did you know yeah what I, mean? I feel so, like i should have refused a little bit uh yeah we, we just ate. down some fried chicken some uh we had mac and cheese candied yams the rams yams it's famous here some liver and onions these delicious cornbread muffins stuffing stuffing yeah. cabbage it's just yeah well, there needs to be a little cot in here so i could take a nap so i don't i'm, I'm still eating is that a yeah. problem you guys are talking no. like in past tense i've got like a chicken leg in my mouth I'm still looking at this muffin and this liver like, over here. It's when you okay. introduced me, I was I was like mid bite, and I was like, "Oh, we're doing this now." This is. I thought I was. You still have a little residue. Com- I thought I was coming on later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The food on my face is intentional. That's part of style. Part of That's my image. It's part yeah. of my image. That's your brand. Yeah, food face. And I think that. Listen, I mean, I think that. Uh, you know, taking a photo in front of Roscoe's, I won't even mention that it was in Long Beach. I mean, you know, it was done. At least come to the one on Manchester, yeah. right? Down, you know, right up the street from the yeah. where the stadium is going to be. Won't but, hold them uh, against that. Or yeah. go to the one on Pico where Obama was. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably just more of a function of 
society today than it is like a you know indication that the Rams are going to be more into food that you know or that. I, I don't yeah, think like, the Rams think, will be more. Into yeah, food, I think I, I think, think that's like, just what. Yeah, it's I mean, a it's great. It, it's it's interesting. I think that he, that he chose to mark his presence officially with that image. I well, think yeah. that's super interesting. It I says mean, something about our times. Yeah, it's L.A. cred. Like you go to Roscoe's. That's uh, you know. Yeah. There's actually there's a I, I did some research about this. There's um there's a big contingency of soul food. Um, eaters on the Rams. Actually, Faith Brockers, Michael Brockers' wife, apparently um, <laughs> bakes a mean banana pudding mm. that she made for the team, and Gurley was going crazy about it on on social media. Um, so you don't, you don't maybe think, we'll try uh, the banana pudding. You here. don't think uh, you don't think Magnolia Bakery's uh, banana pudding is going to be good enough for them? <laughs> <laughs> maybe for Nick Foles. Yeah, but I haven't met anyone that doesn't like soul food. Period. Yeah. Like I don't think I want to know someone no. that doesn't like soul food. Like yeah. that might be deal breaker. Yeah, kind of stuff. Like yeah. So Zach, if you, I'm thinking about the cuisine at the stadium. Yeah. Right. So because you know obviously you can only push the palates of your patrons a certain I mean, amount. It, it's but, inter- it's interesting because, you, you know, know, I mean, we don't have, you know, San Diego is, is an old stadium. Um, you know, I haven't been to Joe Robbie Stadium in Miami and I don't even know how is long. Is it even called Joe Robbie anymore? Oh, is it not? I don't even know. Pro, <laughs> no, pro, pro player, bank pro, pro player stadium? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even think it's called that Tortilla anymore. Tortilla chips or something. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's interesting to see. I mean, I have been to Levi Stadium in uh, Santa Clara, where the 49ers now play, and there, you know, they've definitely got some cool food stuff going on. Um, and then, if you look here in LA, I mean, what's going on at Staples Center is actually really exciting from a food standpoint. Yeah, so it will be that. it will be interesting to see what they end up what, doing. What's exciting? About um, what's well, going like on in the Staples past Center. year or two, a few things have popped up in Staples Center that are like um, that are like cool chefs have opened up like places so like uh ludo chef ludo who you might have seen on tv um who has a couple french restaurants he had this fried chicken concept that was kind of it's it operated out of a truck i don't know if they still have the truck anymore but they have a stand at uh, Staples center now that sells ludo fried chicken sandwiches and chicken fingers and it's great like I mean, chicken fingers is what you want to eat at a, you know, at a sporting event. But these are Ludo's chicken fingers, yep. which are super delicious. This year, this season, uh, BS Taqueria just opened up, mm-hmm. which is um, a sort of, um, you know, not fancy. I mean, I guess it is kind of a fancy taqueria opened by this chef, Ray Garcia, um, who's from L.A. Uh, and, you know, makes amazing you know, tacos. And this is, you know, it's kind of weird because like all the food at Staples is really expensive. And these tacos are like two tacos for like 16 bucks or maybe even 14 bucks. And part of you is just like, F that, like this is way too expensive. But then another part of you is like, you know what? When like a crummy hot dog is $8, like I, you know, I don't mind paying cause it's a fill. It's filling. It's still, you know, it's yeah. delicious. And do the churros at BS Taqueria. If you, if you're, you go to Staples Center, it's like the greatest churros I've ever had. Oh my God, they're Note so good. Yeah. I'm willing to pay as long as I feel like it, it's creative. It tells us, and the food tells a story about why I'm there, about Los Angeles, about hopefully a little bit about Inglewood, a little bit about the Rams. I mean, I, as long as it's, you know, I went to 
a couple of St. Louis Rams games and I couldn't even get toasted raviolis at the game. Like, like, right. you know, I just like feel like in a lot of ways, what's fun and interesting about professional sports is regionalism. And when each of these essentially multinational corporations um, embraces their locality in creative and interesting ways. So I'm, I'm really hoping that they do some, you know, interesting stuff by way of soul food, by way of Mexican food. Um, you know, I, I, but that being said, yeah. um, Rosie Greer, used you know, to there was, there was, you know, a very short line yeah. at BS Taqueria at Staples center when I was there a week or two ago and the line for Good. the more, more the, for us. The, the line for the generic hot dogs and pretzels, you know, was just like fifty people deep, and you're like, well, you know, this is. I mean, people go to a game like this is what they want to eat. Like they don't, you know, they don't necessarily care about like having, you know. But I mean, you'll we see. We gotta educate I mean, them, just like we gotta we gotta educate them about their team history. We gotta educate their palates. We gotta, you know, there's this important. Yeah. That's a look. I mean, I'm partially I'm joking, but. Prices too, you know, if they want an important civic, you know, civic role. Um, sure, prices too. I mean, if they, I always think I'm conscious of that too. I'm like, all right, am I going to spend more money on my ticket to get a better seat and a view, or am I okay sitting in a not like premier seat, so you know, so I can afford to splurge a little bit and indulge in my experience, you know? So some of that I think has to do with it too. Yeah. Well, listen, if someone from the Rams is listening, and uh, you know, you need someone to come in and curate the food you at know? the new stadium <laughs> to be an authentically LA experience I am available and I will uh, for that it. kind of consultation um, I will certainly I'll donate it. my stomach yeah. I can <laughs> I, I'm okay with that uh, I'm always curious about the scene surrounding you know venues because anytime that I travel and I'm like alright I gotta go to a game like that's like my first thing I look at I look at schedule and then I, the second thing I look at is sports bars places surrounding it and surrounding it because if I'm not gonna go to a game I at least want to watch it in an, in an environment that is going to make me feel like I'm there because I'm with like-minded people from that community and hopefully those establishments will have food that resembles and, and reflects that through you know the palate and stuff. What kind of around here, do you know of any like sports bar type things, like walking distance, like where you can get that kind of experience? Because that to me is so important. Well, that's, I mean, listen, nowhere in L.A. is like lansdowne street in boston you yeah, know what i mean or you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. not what we that's never not how, that that's not how la is built everyone's driving to the game that. like it's it's almost like it's it's going to be more like foxborough yeah can you tell i lived in boston for 10 years i'm like <laughs> oh, that's the only sports examples i know but like yeah i mean it's it, listen everyone's going to drive here you can tell even the staples center which is you know walking distance from Broken Spanish, which mm -hmm. is the restaurant that opened BS Taqueria, and I think they benefit greatly from yeah LA you know, Live people that whole... right, but LA, but really, the pitch for Staples Center was they built LA Live yes right, which is sort of a crummy representation of what LA. It's not really a representation no. of LA, and it sound. I mean, it seems like they're probably they're doing the same thing here in Englewood. They're building this massive yeah. and hopefully. It'll look more like I will say, you know. I, hopefully, it'll it'll be a little less like, you know, Disneyland, like yeah, like Universal City Walk or well, whatever. They're going to be under more of a microscope, I think, in this because they are. There, people are already the gentrification stories yeah. already. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, that'd be amazing if they if they like had you know local like owner operators instead of like giant chains from other cities. That would, like, yeah, yeah, that'd be that's amazing. That's preferred because yeah. this whole gentrification idea, it's like, 
why does it have to be this like push to have you know like rich white folks coming in to push the poor black people out and so like this is what has to be to make it a good community like why can't we just use the establishments that that are already here and break this stigmatization of like okay ingle watts it's ghetto like there's these these stigmas and stereotypes that are attached to that and so it's like there has to be a way that i hope the rams be coming here can disrupt that narrative start a new one and just start to shine light on like the positivity of what's here and i think you know, somebody's Start, got to hold up. them to a certain level of... We have to change the story ourselves. You know, it can't be... Yeah. The mayor, Absolutely. perhaps, you know. I mean, the mayor who... Mayor Butts, who was totally behind, in a very public way, behind sure. this project, edit from a very early stage. You know, hopefully he, you know, Inglewood. got some guarantees that local businesses were going to be supported, that Has they weren't going to get shafted in this process. Local hope. businesses like Miss B's. And listen, know. this is yeah. not, I mean, this is not unique to, you know, this is not a sports issue. Like This, this is, is a cultural, yeah, social it's, it's everything. Issue. It's not Absolutely. just building stadiums and neighborhoods. I mean, this is, the it, same discussions are happening all over the country, Absolutely. anywhere that any sort of gentrification is going on. Absolutely. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not easy. But I would like a Rams sports bar. I have to it has say. to. Like, I want to pick I up wanna on know. that. I want to know. Like, there's I wanna really, know. you know, there's been a big contingency of L.A. Ram fans here. You know, Where do we go? You know, even before they came back, yeah. L.A. Rams fans looking for places to watch the games. And I've sat with them and been escorted to back rooms behind the Cowboys game and between yeah. the Bears and the vikings and then waiting for the guy to turn the game on and we missed the kick return and um there really is i mean the, the closest we have here in los angeles have had to like a Rams sports bar um one's in san dimas which uh that's the tony's in day house who is that kicker for the rams probably most famed for having a bounty put on him by buddy ryan when he was um when he was playing for the cowboys actually but uh, Tony's and Dejas owns a bar and grill where a lot of the old former Rams players will, will hang at times. Um, and then Tom Bergen's, I guess, you know, I've sort of passed that, that off to my friends as like, I call it a Ram, I always call it a Rams bar, but I don't think anyone there knows that it's a Rams bar. I always um, think it's like a, it's such a rich opportunity to just have something authenticated that's from that community and that fans can feel a part of it is through the, you know, these like external memberships. Like, all right, I am a part of this team because I am eating the same thing the girl eats or I am eating the same thing. You know what I mean? So, so there's that, you know, if there was that authentic Rams bar and, and even, you know, mom and pop shops like Miss B's Eminem Soul Food, which is where we are right now. And she's totally embraced. I was like, I want to be the team mom. And this place is just so rich and exciting. And we're going to be talking to her a little bit later. But let's I, later. Let's talk to her now. Let's talk to her now. Then let's do that. All right. So we are here with Miss B Eminem Soul Food Restaurant, the best soul food restaurant in Inglewood. 801 East Manchester, Inglewood, California, near the Forum. Our, our stomachs are full. Yeah. Are they full? They're full and happy. <laughs> and happy? I was just saying we it. need a little cot under these tables so that I we can take a nap. finish your yams, yeah. the, the famous yam. These, Rams This is yams. why we're here right now. These yams. <laughs> that sign outside, you, Rams yams. Where did you get the idea to hang that sign? Well, I do a lot of sign hanging. Okay. And I do a lot of rhyming okay and then i thought about the rams as i'm sitting at the table eating yams <laughs> it just okay and so i had the brainstorm and i said well welcome rams 
Come try our yams. There you go. <laughs> it was right there for you. Uh-huh. They got 13 guys on the team over 300 pounds, so I hope you have a, oh, a I'm lot ready. of yams. You're ready? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for them. I'm looking forward to seeing all of them. Now, are you, were you a, a Rams fan before they uh, decided to come back? Well, I'm going to tell the truth. Yeah. Okay? I have never been interested in football. Okay. But now, I'm probably their biggest fan. (laughs) You're locked in. I'm locked in now, okay? And you've been open for around 20-something years? Oh, over 25. Over 25. Mm -hmm. So you were here when the Lakers and the Kings Mm -hmm. left Mm -hmm. the Forum Mm -hmm. to play at Staples. Mm -hmm. How did that um, affect the neighborhood, affect business, affect morale around here? Uh, A lot of the residents around were really sad when the Lakers left. Yeah. I, I know that. Yeah. You know, they come into the restaurant and they would talk and stuff. And I just happened to hear things. And so I know that uh, they were really hurt when the when the Lakers left. Yeah. And have your locals now been ex- as excited as you are in adopting the Rams yes. back? Yes, they're all excited about the Rams coming. And uh, they've been talking about it. And uh, <laughs> they always are like... Uh, say to me, uh, Miss B, are you ready with the yams? <laughs> I say, yeah, I'm ready with the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the Rams are also, there's other changes going on in Englewood. I mean, the Rams are one of mm-hmm. uh, several big ones. The the, the Metro line, of mm-hmm. course, mm-hmm. is, is going to be that Crenshaw to LAX mm-hmm. uh, rail that's line a- is going to go through here. So um, that's under construction. Um, the Rams are a couple years away right. still. So big shifts it's a um, lot of changes yeah so the the inglewood in about five years won't look like the inglewood today yeah total change we were we were talking about um one of the first things that one of the first images that the rams players uh, uh put on social media when after the announcement was their star running back todd Gurley, had an image of himself standing in front of Roscoe's in Long Beach. What, what do you do? You have a message for Rams who would mistakenly uh, be under the impression that you know, Roscoe's was the place for soul food in Inglewood or or the larger Los Angeles area. I have a message. Okay. Are you ready for the message? I'm so ready. ready. Okay. The message is that soul food is M&Ms. Soul food is not Roscoe's. Roscoe's is chicken and waffles. I am soul food. I am grits and yams and greens and pork chops and chitlins and short ribs and oxtails. That's what short ribs are. And that's why that's your what, phone's going crazy. Okay. Somebody <laughs> has their chitlins and I'm trying to find the phone. Oh, Who is that? It's Todd Gurley. <laughs> Hi, Todd. How are you? I want you to know that M&M's is the place to come to, Okay. Come get your yams. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> what about, um, we didn't try any, do you have any sweet potato pie? There's a, a, a player on the Rams named uh, Tremaine Johnson. He got used to this place called Sweetie Pies in St. Louis. Okay. He's a huge fan of that. Okay. Um, what, um, do, do you have sweet potato pie? Is we that, have, is that we a have, specialty? Yes, we have sweet potato pie. And once he comes here, which will be soon, and try my sweet potato pie, he will not go back to sweetie pies. <laughs> I've had several people to tell me that already, okay, right. that they've tried theirs and that mine is the best. So when he comes here, yeah. he will be a frequent fan <laughs> of mine. I feel like this is such a great place that we can claim 
you know, and, and it's just that cozy, awesome mm-hmm. feeling. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as I parked in the back, I was like, yes, this is mm-hmm. this is amazing. And I definitely, inc- I know the Rams are going to adopt this. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm encouraging the other Rams fans when we're coming down here, too, right. to adopt this kind of place, too. Because right. as we were talking about earlier, like, having local hole-in-the-wall sports bars where we want to go in there and just, like, you have our seat, we know what we're going to order, all that stuff. This can be that same experience for a diner style. Mm-hmm. So it's like Sunday brunches or mm-hmm. something after mm-hmm. the game or mm-hmm. even throughout the week. When you want to come in and have something good and have a smile when you enter the place, this is definitely the place to go. Unless, you're, unless you're a 49er fan. Unless. In which case, <laughs> stay, you're, stay away. There's Ram signs everywhere, blue and gold balloons. I even see like the Clippers uh, sign up there, which personally I love. and I, have, I don't see anything Lakers related, which is great. Um, <laughs> the family of fame. Um, but I also wanted to ask you about your history because this is you're from Mississippi, right? Jackson, this is Mississippi. Right on. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I guess it was your old menu that had like a tribute page on there. And mm-hmm. was talking about um, the history of this mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that mm-hmm, and the story mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. of where this came from? Mm-hmm. It's still here. We still have the tribute on certain t- on different tables okay. around. Okay. okay. And um, my godmother, that was from Jackson, Mississippi, started the business out here in uh, nineteen. I think nineteen sixty. I'm not sure. And she started it, and uh, then. Uh, I was, at the time, I was working at, uh, no, no, I was still in Mississippi. I was still in Jackson. So then I came out here in 1974, and uh, I was working as a manager at the phone company. So then uh, when my mother passed, uh, my son called her because Miss Mary and my mother were best friends in Mississippi. And so she came to the funeral. And then she said, after the funeral, she and I went back to the restaurant and we talked all night long. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just really good because she told me that my mother was the first person that had ever bought her a $60 dress. Now, remember back yeah. in Mississippi, <laughs> that was a very expensive dress, okay? And she and my mother were really, really close. So then one day um, after my mother passed, she told me that she needed some help. And one day she came in and she told me, she said, I'm moving. I said, okay. I said, now remember I told you, if whenever you want to get a new location, make sure you have some parking. I had learned that from being in the mm-hmm. business, okay? So she says, I'm moving. I said, okay. I said, where are we going? Okay? <laughs> we. Okay. She says, you're not going anywhere. My feelings were so hurt. And I said, I'm not going. And she said, no, this is yours. I said, what's mine? <laughs> she says, this restaurant and everything is yours. Wow. She says, because I'm gone. Okay? I said, okay. I, I can handle this. I can do it. Because I'm what you call a risk taker. Okay? I can handle this. I can do this. Do you, do you worry about the Rams transforming this neighborhood so much that, you know, the rent skyrocket and the total the complexion of the neighborhood changes? And um, do you ever worry that, you know, about the secret, whether this could affect your business in a bad way? The only thing that, well, I don't see it affecting the business in a bad way, okay? I'm very positive, yes. okay? And I, change is good, yeah. okay? Okay. Um, the only thing that affects me, I believe, will be the traffic. Yeah. But then traffic we've had all our lives here, okay? That's nothing we just, new. Yeah, we just have to work around it or find a way to come early, come late, or whatever, okay? But we have to accept that there's going to be change, and we have to be able to move with the change. And I see it as a positive. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. 
Because I hope it's a chance too mm-hmm. for it's it's an opportunity to mm-hmm. to show off a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, there's going to be people flying in from other cities of, to support their teams to come here, exactly. and they're going to be like, "Oh, okay. Well, I've never been in LA before. Might as well soak it all in. That's like, right. what should we do? <laughs> Let's right. go somewhere local. That's Let's right. go do something That's else. Right. So this is everyone's chance to mm-hmm. you know, yeah. kind of pull our collective shits together mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. get ready for That's all right. of that and to show off mm-hmm. now. It's This is your time. Mm-hmm. This is and, your time. And we have a lot of that right now. Yeah. Before the Rams come here, okay? Because there's people getting off the plane exactly. from England. And I have this all the time. England or wherever. Mm-hmm. And say, oh, we've heard this is the best old food in town. Hey, you're at the right place. Come mm-hmm. on in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you've probably noticed a certain predilection we have for chronicling the bedroom exploits of Los Angeles Rams players. It's not just to titillate. Bob Waterfield and Jane Russell, Glenn Davis and Elizabeth Taylor, Dick Bass and Ava Gardner. The bedroom was where the Rams became Hollywood's team as much as on the field. Or at least almost as much. So it makes perfect sense that our sponsor would be a mattress company. Made in America, a Casper mattress is obsessively engineered and at a shockingly fair price. $500 for a twin-size mattress and $950 for a king-sized mattress. Using two distinct technologies, latex foam and memory foam, a Casper mattress will give you just the right sink for brighter days and better nights. And there's pretty much zero risk for trying one out. You can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. The Greatest Show on Grass is delighted to present this special offer to listeners. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash grass and using the promo code GRASS. Terms and conditions apply. In our final segment, which we call Film Study, we dissect an episode or scene from a film or television show that prominently features Los Angeles Rams. Thankfully, there are thousands to choose from, many of which we're chronicling on our Greatest Show on Grass Tumblr. Today, we're going to discuss the 1996 Oscar-nominated Jerry Maguire, a film you probably remember for one scene in particular. Yeah, what, what, what can I do for you, Rod? You just tell me what can I do for you. It's a very personal, very important thing. Hell, it's a family model. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. Show you the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yeah. 
Show me the money. That's it, brother. But you got to yell that shit. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. Show me the money. Now I know what you're thinking. Cuba Gooding's Rob Tidwell, the character forcing Tom Cruise's McGuire to scream, show me the money, plays for the Arizona Cardinals, not the Los Angeles Rams. What does Jerry Maguire have to do with the Rams? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Earlier this month, Carl's Jr. debuted a commercial that riffed on Jerry Maguire, featuring Los Angeles Rams running back Todd Gurley. We're going to play the Carl's spot in its entirety right now. As your agent, I want to welcome you to California, Todd. You hungry? Todd's hungry! You like burgers? I like burgers. Of course you do. This is a Carl's Jr. California classic. Double meat and cheese, grilled onions, Thousand Island. Can I tag you? Absolutely. Thanks for the burger. You know, I get 10% of that. It's a joke. I get 20% of that. Welcome to California, Todd Gurley! Woo! Woo! They, uh, they're not allowed to shout with me. The California Classic for just $2.49, only at Carl's Jr. You can watch the commercial on YouTube, and for those of you who aren't all that enamored by Carl's ads, rest assured, it's a lot less over-the-top sexist than your typical one. That's largely due to the fact that the, quote, Welcome to California ad inherits the visual universe of Jerry Maguire. I can't say whether the commercial was shot in the same office as the one in the film, but the two settings' spectacular views of Los Angeles look nearly identical. Gurley's co-star is Jay Moore, who played Agent Bob Sugar in the film. In the ad, Sugar is now Todd Gurley's agent and attempting to persuade him to endorse the, quote, California classic double cheeseburger. Carl's double meat cheeseburger with grilled onions and Thousand Island spread. Now, for those of you out here on the West Coast, those ingredients may sound familiar. They are nearly identical to the ones used to make family-run In-N-Out Burger's beloved Double Double. In essence, Sugar's showing Gurley the money, but the drama lies in the fact that Gurley, unlike Tidwell and Jerry Maguire, doesn't seem all that eager to take it. My first reactions upon learning that Gurley was entering the Jerry Maguire universe were threefold. Number one, many see Todd Gurley as heir to Kobe Bryant's throne, as the Hollywood sports icon. 1996, Kobe Bryant's first season in L.A., was the year that Jerry Maguire was released. Indirectly referencing 1996, the commercial seems to only deepen Gurley's claim to Kobe's throne just prior to his first season in Los Angeles. Number two, the story for Jerry Maguire was reportedly based on real-life Orange County agent Lee Steinberg, who, in 1994, organized and co-chaired a group called Save the Rams, which attempted to strike a deal to keep the team in Southern California. In essence, the narrative welcoming Gurley to Los Angeles originated with a man who never wanted Gurley's team to leave. And number three, show me the money. The phrase is long alleged to have originated from former NFL defensive back Tim McDonald, who apparently came up with it while he was a member of the Arizona Cardinals. Tim McDonald's son? Tim McDonald Jr., now the starting strong safety for the Los Angeles Rams. 
Now, it might seem strange that Carl's would want to associate itself with a character like Sugar, or the mythology of the Maguire film. After all, sports agents, the film shows, will typically do anything for a buck. They display virtually every moral quality you wouldn't want to associate with your brand. Greed. Dishonesty. Superficiality. Gurley's role in this spot, in a sense, is to reassure the viewer. I know that this is big business. I know that Carl's is a corporation. And I know that all of you are expecting me to lose track of my values and go all Hollywood. But I'm not Bob Sugar. You can trust me. Gurley is only won over to the Carl's endorsement deal after he takes a bite of the California classic double cheeseburger. He's going to do the deal because the burger tastes good. Probably not a coincidence that Gurley's authentic nature is the emphasis here, since you're going to need all the authenticity you can get when your California classic double cheeseburger is competing with In-N-Out's beloved double-double. Authenticity seems to be the cornerstone of the Gurley brand. The 21-year-old's first major ad campaign happened last year, when Gurley became a Jolly Ranchers brand rep after tweeting about his addiction to the hard fruit-flavored candy treats. In the ad, Gurley wears a pink tutu and is hazed by his veteran teammates in the locker room. Being a rookie sucks. Being a rookie sucks more with Jolly Rancher. Damn, Gurley, man! I'm a little teapot short. Keep on sucking! Coerced into performing I'm a little teapot by his older teammates, Gurley's foil here isn't someone sleazy, but someone older. The Jolly Rancher spot seems to be going to great lengths to stress Gurley's age, his millennial status. He's a fish out of water, not only because he's wearing a tutu, but because he's in a setting where bullying is ritualized. The Jolly Rancher commercial works, I think, because Gurley's little teapot performance seems to leave him nonplussed and even mildly amused. He makes the whole charade seem silly and anachronistic. It's hard to imagine Rob Tidwell agreeing to be depicted in such an unself-aggrandizing way. The tone of Todd Gurley's Carl's ad has more in common with his Jolly Rancher spot than it does with the other Carl's ads you might be familiar with. There's hardly anything larger than life about Gurley. He walks quietly through the Jerry Maguire universe, autographing a couple of footballs, taking a selfie with two of Sugar's female colleagues, one of whom who asks if he minds if she tags him. It's funny for a few reasons. Number one, this has got to be the most humdrum proposition a woman has ever presented to a man in a Carl's ad. And number two, it's got to be the first Carl's ad that depicts a woman delighting in the image of a man as opposed to vice versa. All of this points to the conclusion that Todd Gurley is being positioned as a new kind of athlete for a new generation. He's not quite the anti-superstar the way Aaron Rodgers is depicted in a State Farms ad, sitting in coach between two obnoxious Bears fans, for instance. But he also isn't reveling in superstar status the way Rob Gronkowski seems to in his Dunkin' Donuts spots with Big Poppy. Though he might already be a California classic, as of today, Todd Gurley hasn't yet gone Hollywood. Thank you for listening to The Greatest Show on Grass podcast. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, 
and spread the word to friends who enjoy football, Hollywood history, and their frequently ridiculous overlap. She lit you in her house. If you come knocking late at night, she'll let you in her mouth. If the words you say are right, if you pay the price, she'll let you deep in.